Hello, this is the World Economic News by Coldwater Economics for Tuesday the 15th of September. We're regularly told that we've not yet really felt the full impact of the pandemic and that pretty soon now we're going to realise that it's going to leave behind a tide of unemployment which will kill the rebound in the short term and scar the economy for years to come. And I have to say that on the face of it, that's plausible. It could happen. The main reasons I have for thinking and hoping that it might not are twofold. First, the collapse in economic inactivity during the lockdowns wasn't owing to long-standing economic or financial problems which finally became unavoidably to be addressed. It was just a medical and social emergency. Second, reporters and analysts are all based in the largest cities where nobody really wants to be anymore. The collapse in activity there, sandwich shops, restaurants, mass transit systems, that collapse is acutely and unavoidably visible to them. But if activity is being merely displaced into smaller towns and villages, then the extra activity there is for the time being effectively invisible. Of course, I don't think it's exactly a one-for-one deal. The money saved on commuting fees and city centre sandwiches isn't all going to be spent in your market town. But if instead it's saved, then for trade deficit countries at least, the rise in household savings rate will slim down the trade deficit and moderate the fall in GDP. Displacement of activity is obviously going to restructure the economy, and even in the best of all possible worlds, That means there will be friction which will raise unemployment in the short term. But that sort of unemployment from friction isn't the same as the unemployment tsunami which we've been warned about so often. And so to the UK's labour market data for July with its early indicators also for August. And here's the spoiler alert. The report contained the first coherent and plausible evidence that UK labour markets are beginning to recover. Bad news first. Unemployment was up 60k on the month, up 62k on the quarter, and up 120k on the year to 1.398 million. The unemployment rate was up 0.2 percentage points to 4.1. Bad, certainly, but no tsunami yet. Now on to the better news. In the three months to July, employment was down only 12k quarter on quarter. And that implies a rise in employment, a rise in employment of 55k during July. The number of of employees was up 159k on the quarter, self-employment down 154k. Full-time employment up 260k, part-timers down 272k. In other words, there's actually quite a sharp pickup in companies employing people full-time, but self-employment and part-timers are hurting. Now, both on the headline unemployment number and the breakdown between employees and self-employed, there's certainly room for scepticism because these numbers are being affected in several directions by government programs and policies. Nevertheless, some of the details, including that 55k rise in employment in July, look just plain surprisingly buoyant. On the numbers inactive, which is the number you track if you're expecting long-term scarring, 
was actually down 118k on the quarter and down 235k on the year. This is definitely good news. Unless we see that inactivity total beginning to rise and rise fast, the central case for economic scarring begins to fall apart. Also, vacancies were up by 15% month on month or by 57k to 434k. That's equivalent to only 31% of the numbers unemployed. And this time last year, that ratio was double that, actually 63%. But over the long term, the average for this ratio is no more than 38%. And we're within sight of that long term average already. And finally, there are the early indicators for August. And in particular, the number calculated who are paying on the PAYE tax payrolls. This is an early indicator and should be a relatively reliable one. Well, in today's report, PAY numbers for August suggest employees on payroll down around 695k compared with March 2020. But this is less than the 730k reported in July. And it's the first time we've had confirmation from this source that employment is now actually rising, in this case up 35k in August. Yes, this tally of payrolls is still down 2.1% or by 619k on the year, but this number is now headed in the right direction. Well, that's all for today. Thank you for listening. I hope you got something out of it. And if you did, please help spread the word about the bulletin. And if you'd like to know more about cold water economics, please feel free to contact me, Michael Taylor, on mjtcoldwater at fastmail.com. Thank you.